Hey friends, and welcome to the Paparazzi Stars Podcast. Here, we chat about all things paparazzi. Tips, tricks, suggestions, and weekly challenges. All to help you grow and explode your paparazzi accessories business to rockstar success. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Papa Rock Stars podcast. I am your host, Anya Bohm, and today I am so excited to welcome to the call my friend, Don Ortiz. Now, before we jump into all the amazing things that Don is going to share with us today, don't forget to head on over to paparockstars.com slash Don for all of the show's transcripts, a special call image, and to re-listen to this show. I promise you're going to want to re-listen because Dawn is amazing. So again, that's paparockstars with an S dot com slash Dawn. So let's jump into today's interview. But first, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Dawn. Now, Dawn has been with Paparazzi for four and a half years, and she is one of our newest executive producer, which is elite levels. She is Crown Cup 25, and Life of the Party Gold. Dawn has 637 team members, and 130 of those are personally sponsored. Dawn has won one and a half trips this year to the Dominican Republic. (laughs) She's also won the trip to Cabo last year and a cruise in past years. Dawn has two kids, ages 22 and 25, and she lives in Virginia. Now, Dawn also won Rock the Runway. That's kind of a tongue twister. One Rock the Runway in 2016. So there is a necklace named the Dawn. It is beautiful. And a matching bracelet. And it sold out. It was the first necklace to sell out um, from the Z collection. And I cried because I didn't even get one. Um, One of the biggest honors, I feel like, in paparazzi to win that. And Dawn did it. Now, three months after Dawn joined paparazzi, her sponsor quit. And so she compressed up to Lisa Abercrombie, who's another elite leader, and lives only 10 minutes away from Don. So, Don, I'm going to go a little off script here and ask you a question that I didn't actually send you, but I think you will get my point with it. Have you found that it's difficult being 10 minutes away from another elite leader? No, I actually absolutely love it. Um, a lot of people ask that question or have that comment that, if they were to sign up to be a paparazzi consultant, there's too many consultants in the area or the area is saturated. And I can 100% attest to that not being a true thing, even if you have a ton of consultants in your area. Because the fact that Lisa and I do live 10 minutes from one another um, in our tiny town, which is like, well, to us, to me, it's tiny because I'm originally from New York, um, but it's 26,000 people. And there's about maybe... 15 consultants in our town, including me and Lisa, who are in the elite ranking, and we do not compete um, for business or for events or customers. It's actually a benefit to be so close to one another and have other consultants because we're like a little family, and if there's inventory that we need for a customer that maybe we don't have, one of our team members has it. Um, If there's events that we can't do, we share it with one another, and so we just have this great little family and this great network. So I love being close to Lisa and she's just awesome. So the fact that I'm 10 minutes from her is the bomb diggity. (laughs) I love it. I knew that was going to be your answer. That's why I kind of threw that one out there in the last second. It's great to have that support system. And I feel like it comes down to an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset, which is actually a Mm -hmm. uh, topic that I have coming up. But when you're just walking around saying, 
oh, I have all these problems, oh, there's not enough people, then of course that's going to happen in your life. But if you're like, you know what, there's enough customers for everybody and there's enough business for everybody and being close to these other consultants is a blessing, then that's what's going to be in your life. And you definitely live that both you and Lisa. Okay, so let's jump into the questions I actually sent you. (laughs) How did you get started with paparazzi? Well, please forgive me if I cough in between um, everyone. I have bronchitis and when I talk about when I talk, I get out of breath, but when I talk about paparazzi, I get excited, too, because I love it so much, and I normally get out of breath even without bronchitis, so now with it, it makes it doubly tough, but um, the way I got started with paparazzi was at a music festival. There was someone with a booth. Actually, Lisa was there with a booth with another consultant, and I saw this big sign that said four for 20, and I was immediately drawn to that and was like, how could this jewelry be? four for 20, no way. And I just started grabbing jewelry and uh, I found out that it was something that I can do myself. And I didn't even wait for the consultant to call me. I went home and researched and discovered that this was something that I know that I could do. Um, And I called that consultant up and asked a few questions that I had and that was it. I was like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm signing up. And and the rest is history. (laughs) When you called her, was she did she answer right away? Did she have to return your phone call? Like she um she pretty much answered me right away and she answered my questions and I was just really blown away by what I discovered about the company. Um two of my most important questions that I had from that I couldn't really find the answers to when I did my research was um do I have to order jewelry every month even if I don't need to order jewelry, like if I didn't have any parties going on or anything. Little did I know that that would never happen. I always sell a ton of jewelry every month. But I had been in direct sales companies before, two other ones, like a long time ago. And that was one of the things that I didn't like about it, that you had to place orders every month to maintain maybe your discount or just um, your privileges as a consultant. And that was a, a good thing that I learned from her that, I didn't have to do with paparazzi. And I can't remember what the other question was right now that I asked her. I don't know, but maybe it'll come up later in the call. There you go. <laughs> so <laughs> what is your why? Why do you do paparazzi? When I originally found it, my job of choice was daycare. I started a daycare in my home, and I was very successful with that. I was a single mom with my two kids, even though they were in their teens, or I think my daughter might have been 20. My daughter has a lot of medical issues, and she always has since she was 10. That's why I ran daycare in my home, because I couldn't have a conventional job where I would go to nine to five, so to speak, and be able to go to all these doctor's appointments and help her with all the needs that she has. So I had my daycare, but I also had my dad who lived with me. My dad is 90 now. And he lived near my brother in Florida. But at the time when I had my dad, his income also helped me. So I was okay with just doing my daycare. But then my dad went to go move with my brother in Florida, and I knew I needed something else. I needed more income. And paparazzi just happened to be there right at this time transition for me when I knew I needed something. And I knew that that was the thing I needed. (laughs) And so that became my why to just have enough income to be able to continue to stay home and do my daycare and be able to take care of my daughter the way I needed to. Um, And it very quickly became something that grew more than I could ever imagine right away um, when I first started paparazzi. 
And so I immediately saw that potential and saw the big picture of what it could be and downsized my daycare even, taking on less children and to eventually to where I am now where I don't do daycare at all. I just do paparazzi. (laughs) Is that still why you do paparazzi or has your why changed at all since when you first started? Yes, it has. Um, the, The original why is still there. It's, you know, to make enough money to support my family and to support my life. That that will always be part of it. Um, mm-hmm. But gradually, uh, as I grew in the company and started to have more people join me on my team, my why got additions to it, additional whys, I call them. Um, <laughs> and I just absolutely love being able to help teach other women or men, there's a few men, um, how to run and start their own successful businesses as well because I know how much it changed my life. So to be able to be a part of helping other people do the same thing is absolutely unbelievably fulfilling to me, and it just it brings me so much joy. And so that has become part of my why, to help other people to do the same. And just the overwhelming joy of getting to know so many team members and customers. I love my customers, too. And so many people who even aren't on my team but are also in the company, like you, (laughs) Um, and having such wonderful friends and looking forward to getting together with them. So it's all all a big, big why. So we're going to jump into one of my favorite questions. Um, what is Don's worst paparazzi moment? So Don, take us to that moment in time, draw us a picture of what that moment was for you. Okay. <laughs> well, I kind of have two that I thought of, and one is probably something that many people have had happen to them before, and it is setting up for an event, and, you know, you do all this prep work, and you get your boards ready that you display your jewelry on, and you have all these ideas for your setup. And you get to an event, and this is an outdoor event, and boom, the wind just knocks everything over. (laughs) Um, And this actually was um, one of my first events that I booked on my own because my sponsor helped me book a couple of events, and I or she had events already booked, and I had done them. Um, But this was like my first one, and it was it was a huge one, and it was a lot of people, and my whole setup was destroyed. I lost so much jewelry and. It was just pretty bad, and pretty bad to happen when I first started as well. Um, And I could have said, oh, that's it, I'm done. But I didn't, (laughs) and I just kept going with it, and uh, I'm glad I didn't give up because of that. But the other worst moment, it's not really a worst moment. It's just a moment that stands out to me as a moment of feeling defeated and just feeling like, oh, what else can I do to get to the goal that I'm trying to get to? If I did all of this, what is, what could I possibly do? I don't feel like I could do anymore. And I'd have to say it was this past year, um, Paparazzi has a, uh, a contest called Rock the Runway, which Anya told you that I had earned. Um, and each month, two consultants earn a spot to get a necklace named after them and, and walk the runway to model this necklace. And I so, so wanted that so badly. I wanted to have a necklace for myself with my name on it. I didn't want to model because I'm too shy to do that, but I did (laughs) wind up doing it. Um, Every month I gave it my all. It's like for four months, I think, the competition runs, and they choose eight people. Um, And they actually choose ten, but they choose eight each uh, two each month. And so I 
did everything I possibly could do, and I was on that leader's board, like in third and fourth place, sometimes first and second because they updated each week, and then, boom, at the end of the month, they show who the winners were. Every single month, I just missed it. I just fell short of getting that runway, and I would feel so defeated and just, like, want to crawl in a hole and say, oh, my goodness, I'm never going to get this. I'm not going to do it, and I took a day to feel sorry for myself, and then I just was like, okay, I got to do it again. I got to try again. And I did it again. And I did it for four months. And every month I came in like third or fourth place. And it was so devastating that last one when I opened up the email from paparazzi to see, um, you know, who the winners were. And I was very happy for the winners and excited for them. And I was like, I told my boyfriend, Earl, I was like, I didn't do it. I didn't make it. And I was almost about to cry. And I scrolled down that email, and then I saw that they chose two other winners, and these were the people who earned the most points throughout the whole four months. And so it's kind of like my worst moment, (laughs) but also (laughs) a most wonderful moment, because then I was just like, no, I I said to Earl, I didn't do it. And then I scrolled, like it took maybe five seconds to scroll down and realize, and I said, but I did do it. And I was just like (laughs) screamed with joy, and I was so happy. And and it turned out that in in retrospect, looking back at those four months feeling defeated each and every month, that I actually felt happier about my accomplishment and the win that I did get um, because it showed that I had consistency and that I didn't give up even though I had, had lost it each month. And so I felt proud of myself because of that very reason. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> what I just said. No, totally okay. Does. <laughs> So I was just so excited about that. With good right. <laughs> I think it's like it's like I tell my kids sometimes, if I just buy this for you, like a candy bar or something, it's not going to be near as much as if you have to work for it, and then you get the reward afterwards. It's so much more rewarding. You value things so much more when you have that struggle and you have to work for it. It's so, very true. Yeah. So the lesson that you want us to learn from this. Do not give up. <laughs> that's like one of the number one things in, in this business is not to give up when things don't seem to be going the way you want them to be going or you feel they should be just realize that it's an up and down road and not give up because good things are coming to those who persist and and don't give up pretty much <laughs> so don what is the habit you have that you feel contributes to your success Definitely what I just said about not giving up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Anytime anything seems hard or tough, I I have a lot of patience to stick things out and not give up. But one thing that I teach my team um, that is very, very important, and and it's not easy to do, and it is a habit. It's something that you have to work towards, is being consistent. Um, Consistency is a major, major key in running your business. And if I was to give you an example of it, um, a lot of us have Facebook sales group where we sell jewelry on Facebook. And if you post some jewelry in your group one day and you skip several days and you, then you post again, people don't get used to seeing you. You're not there. You're not, you're not like a store out in the public world that's open every day. You're just whenever kind of person. And you're not going to have great success with selling in a group of that sort. But if you're consistent and you do the same things all the time, every day, people get used to seeing that. They get used to seeing you 
your business and you're right there always in their in their sight. And so being consistent is major, even if it's not something that you do every day, but if you set to do something once a week or twice a week, you stick to what you say you're going to do, and that will take you a long way. It will take you a long way with when you grow a team and with your sales as well. A lot of times it's hard, especially when you don't see those immediate results, like with Rock the Run- Runway you were just telling us about. You could have quit after the first month or the second month or the third month and been like, you know what, it's just not happening, but you stuck it through. What advice would you give to a brand-new paparazzi consultant just starting out? I would most definitely tell them to take in as much knowledge as they can about um, how to run their business and to listen to those who are teaching them, who are above them in their upline. Because when your upline is telling you different things that has worked or that does work, they're telling you from experience, and they're giving you these guidelines and showing you where to begin even before you get your starter kit. And so by listening to that and applying the stuff that they're, the information they're giving you, it's so super important because that's what's going to get you off on the right foot. Just be eager to learn. And apply what you learn and and start yourself right off knowing that you need to be consistent. And then that's how a business gets off the ground is by someone putting in all this effort and consistency. I love what you said about listening to the voice of experience because a lot of times I am classic like jumping in and I feel like I have to reinvent everything. And so I'll find like a bingo and I'm like, oh, I have to reinvent that. And I spend so much time trying to reinvent the wheel that I miss other things. So listen to the voice of experience. Just They've been there. They've been doing this a lot longer than you have, and just do what they say. (laughs) Right. And not that people can't come up with new and fresh ideas, because that is Mm -hmm. always wonderful. That's always a great thing, and that's how it keeps our business exciting, new stuff. That's one of the things I love about it is that there's always something fun and new to try and do. Um, But the basics, the basics are the basics. And if you learn those, and you can grow from there and be as creative as you want to be. I love that. That is perfect. What is a quote that inspires you? (laughs) Um, I have this quote that I love. um, And actually, I didn't know. I think it is a quote that is from somebody somewhere. I don't know. I should know who said this, but I don't. Um, I just know it was in a song. And it's every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. And basically, if you think about that, it's true with everything that we do. Like the the words that I just said started and the words ended and then a new word starts. It's just so simple when you break it down. But um, when you're in life and you're doing anything in your life, it's going to have a beginning and it's going to have an end. And even if something doesn't end the way you want it to end, there's always a fresh start. I'm always about fresh starts. And my team knows that I love Mondays, where a lot of people in the secular work world hate Mondays and they dread Mondays. I absolutely love Mondays because I love what I do in my business. And not that I don't do things on the weekends for my business, but on Mondays, new releases come out (laughs) in jewelry. And I love it because I can't wait to see them and post them and share them with my customers. And I just can't wait to get the, start, the day started. So I absolutely love New Year's too. But I don't just limit myself to New Year's and Mondays. I just, the way I am with that quote even, is just everything has a new beginning. You can start over. If something didn't work right, just try something new. I'm very plan A. If plan A doesn't work, 
and then go to plan B and go all the way to Z and start over again if you need to. So that's that's kind of that. <laughs> Such a good quote. I love that one. Here on the Pop Rock Stars podcast, we like to give a weekly call challenge. So what is one thing you would challenge the listeners to do in the next seven days to take action in their paparazzi business? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would say for them, I would challenge them to take a look at their goals and where they want to be, um, and not just their long-term goals in, in the future, like I want to hit a certain rank or, or um, you know, I want to do this or that within the company, but take a look at your short-term goals that are going to get you to where you want to go and implement a plan on how you're going to do it. Now, making, thinking about what your goals are and what you want is the easy part. It's implementing the steps you need to take to get to that. That is the harder part. And so I would challenge um, anyone to um, sit down and see where it is in their business and what their strengths are and where they have found success before and to go back and do it again and repeat. Because sometimes we get so far ahead of ourselves and things start to, you know, change a little bit and we're like, why isn't this working or why isn't that working? But if you think back to when things were working, or look at others and see what's working for them, um, and you go back to that point and do that again, you will find that it will work again. Because just like we were talking about the reinventing the wheel, we sometimes get so ahead of ourselves and want to try all these different things, and it kind of takes us off our path of where and our focus of where we need to go. So I would challenge anyone to, to figure out what it was that worked in your business or what is working now, and continue to do that and expand on it and learn um, from others and set those goals and reach them because anyone can do this. That's It's just a matter of focusing and knowing what you want. I love that. Back to the basics. It's always, it's always a good plan to get back to what works. And I'm classic yeah. with oh, shiny object syndrome, like, oh, this is new and uh, fun, and oh, this is – Exciting. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, absolutely. wait, my sales are down, or wait, I haven't gotten as many team members this month, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah do what works, get back to those yeah. basics, and it's always good to try new things, but. Yeah, I think it's human nature that we do that, um, mm-hmm. because it's just exciting to try new things, and it's always good to try new things, and even if they don't work out, it's okay, because you learn from everything. Um, I always try and find the silver lining in anything. If I have a bad event, or I didn't sell as much at an event that I wanted. I always, always try and say, well, let me figure out what was good about this event. Instead of um, harping on the negative and the stuff that didn't go the way it should have went, I try and focus on what was good, what was the good outcome of this. And you grow from that and you learn from that. And and when you have things that don't go right, it's okay because if you know that you're going to be a leader, you can now relate to other people who have those same issues come up and you can say, hey, I've been there and I've done that and just know that it's okay and it will get better. It's so true. And the silver lining and your positive attitude is one of the things that I love the most about you because you're so inspiring to be around. And even if someone is trying to complain, you always find something good about it. Like when pieces sell out too quickly from the back office, you'll say, isn't it so amazing? Our products are so in demand. 
And that's just one of the many examples that I can think of right now. But it's so neat to have such a positive influence in paparazzi. And as one of our top leaders up there, it's such a good example for everybody else, not only in paparazzi, but also just a good way to live your life with that positivity. Thank you for coming on the call today and sharing all of that with us. I have taken so many notes, and I'm sure everyone else has too. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me to do this. This was fun. Thank you so much. Of course. Now, everybody else, thank you also for listening into today's call. Don't forget to head over to paparockstars.com slash Dawn to listen again and to, to share today's amazing interview with your friends and with your other team members. Thanks again, Dawn, for joining us and have a rockin' week.